forged in the fire, raised by the city. Thought you would give up on life, you never did it. And you stay so pretty. Lord knows, only the Lord knows. I have been through so much, but you keep it so cold. And you hold it all inside, you don't let a thing go. I know that you've seen it all, but you still never told. Every once in a while, I wonder what's behind you. guys so listen i was looking at one of my practice videos and i may got one like this i don't be knowing i don't sometimes i just get the feeling to say something i just say it but it's part of my speech and like i need to make a podcast just off that one those few seconds i said the absence of a dad not affirming his daughter that she's beautiful that she's valuable that she's worthy and that she has purpose. The absence of those few words can cause a grown woman so much pain once she enter into her adulthood. The absence of those words of not hearing it when she was a little girl plays a huge part in who she become. Because if you don't hear those words or if you haven't heard those words, you don't have no identity. You don't have a clue who you are within. So you would second guess yourself or you would search everywhere else to figure out who are you. You would search into people or you would give your heart to people over and over and over again because you don't have a clue who you are. So when a man tell you that you is beautiful, you would take it and run with it. And he could be saying that just to get between your legs. But you believe that. So since you believe that, you allowed that man in your heart because you didn't know your worth. You didn't know that you was valuable. You didn't know that you don't have to lay down with a man to feel like you're valuable or to feel like you're worthy of it. The absence of those words can cause you years of pain. The absence of those words. And I, I said that. The crazy part is, it was never even part of my speech. I recently just added, like, after rehearsing so much. And I just remember, like, by me not knowing those few words, it cost me. Like, it cost me so much. Because I went on this search through life, in looking, trying to find a man or accepting the first guy that gave me a slight attention. I would take it. Because the lack of attention I received from a man growing up, it, it gave me a small, excited, temporary feeling to feel wanted. Not knowing, not hearing the words that she needs, you're beautiful as a little girl. The first man who complimented me and thought I was some kind of pretty. I took it and ran with it and I chose him. Choosing him, not paying attention to the red flags. Choosing him, not paying attention to how he was mistreating me. Choosing him, knowing that I don't supposed to be talking to this person. The absence of those words can cost you so much. That's why it's so important to figure out who are you. And I tell people this all the time. The crazy part is my public speaker teacher, he, he, said, he said, I became a grown man at the age of 28. And he's like, I'm 30 now. When he said that, I'm like, man, like I be trying to, I became me, myself, I am 26 years old. I became a grown woman at 26, not at 18. I became a grown woman at 26 and not at 21. Because I walked around with that little girl who didn't have that, like, who wasn't reassured. 
So since I wasn't reassured that broken little girl in me, she walked around with life, carrying around that pain, carrying around those lack of words, searching it in people and friendships and validation and likes. Like I searched for it everywhere, not just in a person. I searched for that feeling in everything because I didn't know. And I love this part. I was reading something in this book. And the Christ part, where is that book? I don't know. Where is that? It's somewhere in the living room where I'm at. But no, in this book, it said, give people grace from knowing what they know at their level. Because that's, that's what their conscience is exposed to. And what that pretty much meant was a lot of times we beat people up from not knowing better. But what stop and think, what happened if this all this person was exposed to? And a lot of times we expect women to not be stupid over a guy. Like we expect women to have it all together and know her worth. Like we ex- like just because homegirl know her worth doesn't mean her, her friend gonna know her worth. She has two different backgrounds. And that's like me. Like I can't down a woman who, who still know her worth yet. I can't do it. Only thing I can do is they set an example and keep showing you that as long as I keep pushing, sis, you can keep pushing and get there too. That's why as, as us as women, we can't sit up and look down on another woman because she stayed with a man who didn't know her worth. What happened? That was the only thing she was exposed to. Let me tell you something like, I speak so highly of my friend. Like, I was so against the phrase, oh, people can heal you. God is the healer, but God do send assistance to help you. My friend... I have a friend, like, I admire this man to the fullest. Like, I admire him so... I don't even think he understands how much I admire him because me being exposed to the type of person he is, like, it blows my mind to this day. Like, I don't even think he understands, like, me being exposed to his character, like, the way he respects me, the way he... Even when I was, like, having bad days, he still see me at my best. Like, his friendship of not never ever like he's literally a sincere great friend like and we've been friends like we've been friends for a good almost a good year now and not one time this man never ever mentioned the word sex not one time this man ever even mentioned anything lustful towards me and it's the way he speaks in the way that he sees like the best in me as a friend it's like i never was exposed to that so when I was in that stage of being brokenness, what I was dealing with, that was all I know. That was all I was able to deal with. That was all I was able to pick because I never seen nothing outside of that. So when I was somebody from my past think they can reach out to me, no, you can't, sir. You could, you could not because I know my worth. I know my value. I know I seen and I'm, I'm in it. I'm watching somebody go out. I watched somebody, my friend, like for Valentine's Day, when he brought, he brought me this photo album and it was the best gift I ever received because he paid attention to every small thing about me. Like I listened to Kobe Bryant, Sarah Jakes, my friend Ace that dad. He put all of those pictures, my daughter, my podcast, my speaking stuff. My, like he put every single thing that meant something to me in a photo album. And it just like, to most people that sounds so simple, but to me it was like, you actually sat and went through this, like, really, like, you really went, sat down, took your time, and actually paid attention to the little things about me and noticed it. I never thought in a million years that I deserved something like that. And he did it with no motives, like, not to, like, manipulate me, not to get something out of me. It was nothing like that.
it was just him like she, like Shanice, this is normal. Like you deserve stuff like this. And we're crazy, we're not even dating. We're just really great friends. And it's just like I just always thank God from exposing me to that. Cause I my whole point of even saying that, I just found so much healing in my friendship with him. If I never decide to heal, I don't think God would expose me to his friendship. Because if I didn't decide to heal the brokenness within me, it would have kept chosen the same people. But the moment I began to change my mindset, the moment I began to think different, like I began to attract different. I began to attract different friendships. I decided I did I decided to like just attract everything just was just different. So when you decide to heal, you're gonna to begin to attract friendships that's healthy. I never in my life seen a male and a female friendship this healthy as men he is. Never in my life. Like, and we both was like, it's weird. It's like, we never lust over each other. And I'm like, I'm like, dang. I like, and what I mean by lust, meaning like, man, this is my favorite line. I always, I'm always talking about like how somebody is fine or cute. I always joke and say that. Not, and but with him, I never had the feeling where I'm like, I thought about, oh what it would be like if we did this or like no like it's sincerely a healthy male friendship and a female and female and male friendship opposite sex friendship but when you heal you will get to obtain those things but a lot of times we don't have a clue who we are because we didn't hear just those few words and it's really crazy the absence of those few words can literally cause so much damage the absence of those words had me going crazy over men who who didn't respect me not even a little bit who purposely planned to manipulate me had me settling for men who would freely tell me she needs i'm sleeping with this girl and look me in my face like it was no issue and i settled for it because i didn't hear those few words and that's not me blaming that's not me blaming my dad or whoever raised me it's not me blaming them it's not me blaming them at all it's just because you have to get to the point like where you still forgive them for their absence of not hearing those words. But that's when God step in and be that father in your life and teach you how to love again. Teach you how to love yourself most importantly. Because once you get to the point where you love yourself, you unstoppable. I'm the most confident, humblest female I ever met in my life. Like, can nobody tell me? I'm not the sugar honey I see. But I'm so humble with it because I know how to feel. I know how it feels to feel extremely ugly. I know how it feels to have a man just belittle me. I know how it feels. But I had to fight my way to find that confidence again. And I learned that through God. I learned that by accepting God's love. Because it was a point in time where I couldn't accept somebody being nice to me. I couldn't accept that God forgave me for all my mistakes. I couldn't accept that. So I had to get to the point in life where I accept God's love for me. When I accept God's love for me, that's when I was able to love myself. Because if God can love me and forgive me, then I should be able to love myself and forgive myself as well. And then once I do that, then I work on forgiving those that hurt me. Because then I understand from a third point of view that this wasn't them that hurt me. The same way I was hurting and betraying people in my past, that, that's what they did to me. The pain they carry and the insecurities they carry within, that was a reflection of what they went through. So they took it out on me. So it helped me to understand that they, they didn't mean it. They, they just didn't know better. They just wasn't exposed to knowing better. They just wasn't exposed to how you treat a woman correctly. So I don't blame them. But I know who I am now. 
and I want you to get to the point where you know who you are. You know where you stand. You know that no matter what nobody say to you or label you, can't nobody shake you out your heels. And I'm just, I was like, I was watching my video. And then after I watch it, I watch a sermon. And he said the same exact thing, how when a woman grow up, she won't go look for it just anywhere if she heard them words. So if you have a kid and you have mainly a daughter, if you have a daughter right now, man, start now. Like, one thing I appreciate about my daughter's dad, one thing he do, he call this girl every single day and tell her she's beautiful every single day, literally, probably five times a day. When this girl, my daughter, she's four years old, when she get dressed, she call her dad and ask him, how did this look? Because she knows. That's the first man who's going to set her definition of her value of love. That's the first person who's going to give her that definition and set that standard for her. So she she got to hear it. She's watching her dad, how he treat women to see, hey, that's how it's supposed to be treated. She's watching you to see what you're settling for. And mom, should I, should I settle for this when I become your age? Y'all, that's a whole word. I'm done. I'm done. I'm about to go practice some more. That just hit me so strongly because it's just like, I see it so much. I see it so much that a lot of women, we don't know who we are. We don't know the strength. We don't know nothing about ourselves. We so lost. And like me, I was so lost and just going relationship for relationship. Like I didn't know me. I was too busy chasing them. I was losing me. And the more I lost me, the more I didn't have a clue who I was. So when that time came and I had to sit and be alone, I couldn't sit in a room by myself. I didn't know who she was. When it was time to be alone, I had to sit in a room with a stranger, myself, because I was afraid of being alone so much. I ran from myself, and I didn't know. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't recognize who I was. I sat in a room with a girl who was so broken and who was so broke down and just literally a soulless. But I had to face her. I had to face that old Shanice and say, I promise you, I would not allow you to go through none of that again. You get to the point where you promise yourself that you would never allow yourself to forget that those words. And I'm here to remind you, you're beautiful, you're valuable, you're worthy. You are queen. It's so easy to say, I deserve better. But baby girl, I want you to feel it in your heart. I want you to ask God, teach me to believe in my heart I deserve better. Teach me and show me that good men still exist. Teach me how to love myself. Teach me how to appreciate myself. Teach me to figure out who I am and what's my reason on this earth. God, show me who I am. Admit to God, you don't have a clue who you are. And I know who this is for. Lord, I know who this is for, Lord. And I just hope and pray you hear it. I just hope and pray you hear it because I mean it from the bottom of my heart. It's crazy. Like, I just remind you, sit in that pain. It's, it's not for, It's not long. You don't have to sit in it long. Because one thing I learned with healing, while I was healing, God was changing my life around. When I was healing, doors was open. I made was crying one night and happy the next day, but God was just changing me and just turning me to this beautiful flower. And I, when I used to feel like nothing, everybody was judging me off my roots. Everybody was judging me off the stem, but everybody didn't know who I was becoming. Now it's shocking so many people who I became. It shocked me. To be honest, like I'm to this day, I'm like, who, I, who is you? Like, sis, you doing a thing? Like, I am, and it's just like, and I, I humbly say that because it's God, man. It's nothing but God, and I always wondered, like, God, why the last ten years I was always 
eager to put my business on social media. And it wasn't to just show people, but it was a reason why God made sure my pain was public. God made sure y'all seen them men dog me public just for y'all to see who get the glory and just for y'all to see who changed me. All, every pain I went through was public. So I, there's no way you should ever have any jealousy over anyone who pain you see public. I went through something to get everything I got. Like nothing came easy. God make it just look easy. But I just pray. I just pray sincerely that you get to the point where you heal. Like stop playing. Like it's I that's it. That's it. Stop playing. Now it's time to get it together and face it and become a better you. And I believe in you. Like nobody probably don't tell you this, but I believe in you with the, everything that's in me. Like I believe that you could become the best version of yourself. Like growing up, we did. They we used to dream. I want to be this. I want to be that. But we allow life situations and exes and family members to take away our identity and take away our dreams from us. You can still have a nine to five and chase your dream. I'm doing it. I be mad going to work, working my nine to five job after I just got done rehearsing. Like, I want to rehearse for the rest of my life and do that for the rest of my life. But I got to know I have to trust the small beginnings and don't despise the small beginnings. But I love y'all. This was a passionate one. This is a really passionate one for me. But I truly do love y'all. Even if I never meet you, I love you. And I just want to remind you that you so, so valuable. You're beyond valuable. But that's it. Because I got to chill, okay? Because I just got off work today.